If you don't see the book you want on the shelf, write it. Beverly Cleary. You're listening to Writing Roots, brought to you by Aspen House Publishing. Welcome to Writing Roots. I am Lee Holt. And I'm Lee Esses. And this episode, we are going to be talking about genres. You kind of probably think like, well, I know genres. That's that's easy. But when you're a writer, sometimes the genre that you prefer isn't always the genre you should be writing in. Um, I read something. I wish I could remember her name. She's an author that when she first started writing, did a lot of adult books. And everyone told her her best characters were the coming of age young adult characters. Hmm. And that's when she figured out, maybe I missed my calling and I should be writing young adult. And she's found a lot more success in that genre genre Hmm. because that's how she excels in characters. My first thing that I want to talk about is finding your genre. Of course, start with, what do you enjoy reading? Because if you don't like reading it, maybe you shouldn't be writing it. Yeah. Quick question. How would you define a genre? Like, what is genre for people who don't know what the word means? So genre is going to be the type of plot you're going to encounter, the type of characters that you're going to have in there. If you have a fantasy plot, you're going to have... Magic and trees. Yeah, magic and obviously not earth. Mm -hmm. And you're going to have probably different races like elves and dwarves. Feel free to expand beyond that because you can be creative. Fantasy just kind of lets you do whatever you want, usually including magic. When you have something like romance, that's a very defined thing. You have a very defined target audience. And that's also kind of what defines a genre is the target audience. So if I, as a reader, want to pick up a new author... Having an accurate genre listing is super important to making sure that I enjoy the book. Because if I, as a reader, am seeing, okay, it's a Stephen King novel. He's got a very well-defined genre based basically around his brand and his name. I want to see him write a children's book. Yeah, no. (laughs) How many parents would buy a Stephen King's children's book? I would. (laughs) (laughs) But if, let's say, it turns out he wrote a, a romance. No, thanks. Yeah, no. I, I, I wouldn't, unless it ended up being not a romance. It just looks <laughs> like a romance. Then I'm all in. <laughs> so it's finding your niche within writing. So genres, some of the general genres that you have, you have fantasy, you have science fiction, you have romance, young adult, dystopian. Uh, you can get kind of action. Like action, sorry. Spy novels, thrillers, horrors. Murder. Ah, uh, yes, murder. I just my have favorite. to chime in with my favorites. <laughs> So these are all general things. And then you can kind of narrow it down a little bit further. Like you can have high fantasy, you can have urban fantasy, or young adult is generally, you know, your fantasy young adult, your urban fantasy dystopian. young adult, dystopian. Dystopian YA is pretty, YA meaning young young adult, adult tends to be pretty, pretty popular right now. Yeah, it's probably the most common genre there because you've got like Hunger Games and... Divergent. Yes, Divergent. I haven't read that book. Me neither, but I don't have plans to. <laughs> yeah, neither of us are super into the young adult thing. But it's it's pretty popular for potential readers out there. That's where a lot of your reading base is. Yes. So my in my own writing, my target audience is pretty much males from age 40 to 70, which I am not. But that tends to be the people who enjoy my book the most. But there aren't a lot of those particular group buying books. 
the nice thing about young adult is you have actual young adults, but you also mm-hmm. have younger readers. You have some older readers that still enjoy the plot lines and mm-hmm. the kind of things that the are included. The parents are going to read it anyway. Another that I'm just going to sort of make mention of, autobiographical, based on a true story and nonfiction, which are all slightly different, but they're all genres that neither of us write. So I'm just, we, I don't think we've mentioned any of the nonfiction collection yet. I think I but those are also said popular. just the name nonfiction. Okay. <laughs> but that's it. Because again, we're not writers or readers in the nonfiction genres. Not if I can help it. One thing about when it comes to your genres, a genre should inform about the plot. So if you think back, Shakespeare, you've got your comedies and your tragedies. And while the structure of those stories is basically the same, the comedies usually happily ever after. Sometimes you'll have character deaths, but they're side characters. Your tragedies, your main characters, Romeo and Juliet, they die. Mm -hmm. So if you have a horror Mm-hmm. there are expectations that people are going to die. Yeah, there's an probably, element of danger to the main character throughout the entire story. Yes, and you never really know if they're going to make it or not in the end because you could very easily end a horror book with a main character dying. Yeah, it's hard to write a sequel, but... Eh, sometimes you don't need sequels. I mean, look at often. Stephen King. More often than not, you don't need sequels. And then you have things like fantasy, where you kind of almost usually expect a hero's journey type plot in a fantasy, where they're given a quest to go out and do something. Obviously, you don't have to do it this way, but that's what your target audience is expecting. They have expectations for what they're doing. Quick note about expectations. It's okay to answer expectations. Breaking expectations is something that I see a lot of new writers really try for, and it ends up being exhausting and readers don't want to pick it up. People see a movie trailer and have an expectation for the movie and therefore want to see the movie, and then the movie fulfills those expectations. Genre is like your kind of a movie trailer for your book. You say, hey, my book is in action suspense with a little bit of romance thrown in, then, okay, I've got an idea of the plot, of kind of what goes on. Girl saves guy, and then he's reliant on her to save the world. Whatever. Yeah. And that can really help you plot. Mm-hmm. When you have a genre that has those expectations, you can really plot to that and go for that. But, and this is a big, big but in this, do not write for your target audience. Write for yourself. The first draft should always be for yourself. Yes. If you are not writing for yourself in that first draft, you are going to be so bored. You are not going to like it and you're going to get overwhelmed because all you're thinking about is that audience. What will they like? What will they want? No, 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 no. Write selfishly. Write selfishly. Write what you want to read on the shelf. Just like our opening quote, if you don't see the book you want on the shelf, write it. Not what somebody else wants. Yes, you should know who your target audience is. But But you should also be your target audience. That helps. Most definitely. When you are considering your target audience and your genre, you also have to consider word count. Quick note about self-publishers. Because most of these numbers that we're about to rattle off are expectations in the traditional publishing world. Most of the books your audience will read are traditionally published. If you're self-publishing, you do not have to follow these rules, but we highly recommend it because that's following your audience's expectations and filling those, which means they're going to love it all that much more. Yeah, because they're not going to want to pick up a book that is drastically shorter than they would want or drastically longer than they would want. So like a short story shouldn't be 6,000 words. That's just a really long short story. That's basically a novella. Close, yep. (laughs) 
So we're going to just rattle off real quick the expected word counts by genre. Short stories. One to 3,000 words. Pictures. 1,000. Children's chapter books. 10 to 12,000 words. Your novellas. 10 to 40K. And mid-grade, so ages 8 to 12-ish. About 20 to 25,000. Everything else from here on out, we're going to be talking about mostly adult full chapter books. Action novels. 70 to 90,000 words. Young adult dystopian. 75 to 95,000. Romance. About 80 to 100,000 words. Sci-fi. 85 to 105,000. And fantasy. Fantasy is our longest one at 90 to 110,000. And these are often for debut novels. So if you pick up a Brandon Sanderson book who is a fantasy novelist, you're going to get a lot more than 110,000 words. But he is well established. If you look at his first books, they were closer to the 90 to 100,000. Once you've established yourself as a good author, you have that fan base, then you can throw these larger things at them. But be cautionary with writing too long because a lot of people will see that giant book on the shelf and be... Leave it on the shelf. Yeah. They'll be intimidated and say, there's no way I could read a book that long. And I'm not going to invest in that. So as an author, you get to buy permission from your audience, which is why if you look at the books, the Harry Potter books on the shelf, they start thin and get longer and longer and longer because she's bought permission to write longer books from her audience. She knows that she has an audience that will stick around for that. So quick overview about what we've talked about in genres. Make sure you find one that fits your strengths and also what you like to read. Read what you're writing. Stay up to date in that industry because if you're not up to date with what other people are writing, then you're going to get left behind. So make sure you're reading what you're writing. Think about your audience expectations but don't write to them in the first draft. Any other suggestions on genres? Know what you're going into, and I think reading it is a fantastic suggestion. And as always, my friends, write selfishly. If you have a question or comment for our hosts or a topic you'd like us to cover, send us an email at writingroots at aspenhousepublishing.com or find us on Facebook by searching for Aspen House Publishing.